Hello, beautiful rock stars. I pray that you are doing well today. You know, this morning during prayer, I was reflecting on this month being Heart Health Month. And God spoke to me and he shared that although there are many individuals who are focusing on physical health concerning our hearts, many of his daughters are walking around with broken hearts and emotional wounds from their mothers. And the main heart health that must be focused on is our emotional health for our hearts. And so for the remainder of February, much of our focus is going to be on emotional health and healing. Luke 4.18 reminds us that Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and to set the captive free. Today I'll be teaching on five ways to heal emotional mother wounds. When it comes to women's health, there's an overwhelming amount of information out there. And honestly, it can be quite confusing. Diets, fads, trends, which one is right? What if I told you the answers to optimal health can be found in one of the most ancient medical books ever written, the Bible. If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show. I'm Rakesia McMillan, honorably retired Air Force veteran, certified health coach, and award-winning author. After years of trying to recover my health the world's way, I was still sick, depressed, and had no energy. Finally, I surrendered to God and He showed me in the Bible how to recover my health and it rocked my world naturally. My calling is to help women who are struggling and burn out to have more energy and lose weight by using God's prescription for physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you're ready to experience extraordinary health, grab your favorite herbal tea or power smoothie and let's get ready to rock your world naturally. There are many women who are inwardly suffering silently with deep emotional wounds from their mother. And when you think of your mother, what are some thoughts that come to mind from your childhood? How were you cared for as a little girl? How well were your needs met? What were some of the experiences in your early childhood concerning your relationship with your mother? And as an adult woman, how has this presently affected your personality, your identity, your entire life? I'll answer these questions after hearing from our two show sponsors, Get Fit 21 and my free course, Seven Ways to Boost Your Immune System and Live a Vibrant Life. You know, we just completed the first month of the year and maybe you've already fallen off the wagon with your New Year's resolution to lose weight and live healthier. Don't worry, I have a solution to help you get back on track through my Get Fit 21 health coaching program. Get Fit 21 is a 21-day medically endorsed educational and accountability program designed to help you achieve and maintain a lifelong healthy weight, blood sugar, cholesterol, blood pressure, and positive mindset. 
more than 35,000 people have experienced dramatic and positive results. Our culture promotes one fad after another, leaving many women feeling confused about what to eat and how to become physically active. Get Fit 21 is different. It is a proven approach that combines science-based education, daily coach interaction, and a supportive, fun environment. This program empowers you to step into a healthy lifestyle. My next live virtual coaching Get Fit 21 group kicks off on February the 11th. Don't put your goal of getting healthier off another day. Show yourself some love by investing in your health. During this Heart Health Month, take action towards better health. Heart disease is the number one silent killer of women in the U.S. Together, we can change that narrative. If you spend 21 days of your life with me, it will be one of the best decisions that you will ever make regarding your health. You can go to my website, rakesiamcmillan.com, to sign up for the Get Fit 21 Prime Health Pack. My coaching program comes with healthy eating guides, workout programs for all levels, balanced nutrition and supplementation, tools and resources to track your daily progress, audio lessons, videos, one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Research shows that it takes 21 days for a person to make a new habit. When you improve your habits, you improve your health. Visit my website at rakesiamcmillan.com to sign up for the Get Fit 21 Prime Health Coach Pack. Your heart will say thank you. In St. John 10.10, Jesus said, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. God's will is for you to live and experience vibrant health. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Do you want to feel energized and healthy? I'm challenging you to take charge of your health and wellness today. Your immune system directly controls your body's ability to fight off illnesses and diseases. Everything from the common cold to cancer is affected by your immune system. When your immune system is strong, you'll experience amazing health and vitality. Are you ready to say goodbye to always feeling sick and enjoy a healthy, energized life? My free course, Seven Ways to Boost Your Immune System and Live a Vibrant Life, was created to help you take charge of your immune health. Don't just exist, but live the abundant life that Jesus spoke about. In this course, you'll learn how to prevent illness. You'll discover natural ways to boost immunity. You'll receive tips on how to gain energy and vitality. You'll also get a colorful 20-page immune-boosting e-guide, video presentations to follow along with the guide, and I've also included bonus breath work according to biblical meditations, all for free. Say yes to better health by enrolling in this course today. You can go to my School of Health at rakesiamcmillancommunity.com, School of Health. That's rakesiamcmillancommunity.com, School of Health, to enroll in this course today. How we were raised as little girls from infancy to six years of age has a direct impact on who we become as adult women. 
if you were raised in a loving, caring, and in an emotionally supportive environment, more than likely you will grow up knowing what it means to be an emotionally healthy woman. Or on the other hand, if you were raised in an environment that was void of nurturing and emotional support from your mother, more than likely you will struggle with developing healthy emotions and relationships. It was during a time of prayer that God revealed to me that mothering skills are actually learned between the ages of infancy and six years old. This is when we learn how to parent or mother our own children. And I've always thought as well as believed that a mother's love is spiritual. A mother's love actually reflects the attributes of the Holy Spirit. He is the expression of God's divine love, his character that is manifested in our lives as outlined in 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8. And it reads, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. The first six years of our lives, that is the period when we learn to nurture, love, express healthy emotions, develop healthy attachments with others and the world. And so if I see a mother who is struggling in their relationship with their daughter, I often investigate and peel back the layers of what their experience was like during their first years of life. Did she experience 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 from her mother? Or if I see a woman who has a hard time nurturing her child with supportive words, loving actions, or giving hugs to draw them close, as I'll show you in the scriptures, then it can be traced back to how she was treated by her mother or some form of trauma that took place. And as our father, God has provided the example of how a loving and caring parent responds to their child by holding them close, nurturing, loving, speaking kind words to them, blessing them, and praying for them. Psalms 27 and 10 says, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Isaiah 49, 15 says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will never forget you. In Matthew 19, 13 to 15 says, in those days, then were there brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer the little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. From these scriptures we see that God's desire is to hold us close. He says that he will never forget about you. 
Jesus's response to the little children. He said, bring them close to me. He wanted to pray for them, to bless them. He spoke kind words to them. He showed compassion to these little children. And so it's hard to imagine sometimes that a mother can abandon her child, but it does happen. And even if the mother does not physically abandon her child, there are forms of neglect that can be equally as devastating. We live in a broken and a sinful world as a result of the sin that took place in the garden with Adam and Eve. And it is just carried on from generation to generation to generation. So if a child is raised by alcoholics or their mother is addicted to drugs or she has mental health issues, whether they're diagnosed or undiagnosed, treated or untreated, whether they're personality disorders, even demonic oppression, or a high degree of toxic behavior, she may struggle in childhood as well as in adulthood. And many times we have the misconception that brokenness and trauma does not happen in the Christian community, but it is a part of all of humanity. It does not matter matter whether we are Christian or non-Christian. That's why Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. And so we have to, as I shared earlier, begin to peel back those layers and investigate where the pain, the trauma is stemming from concerning those emotional wounds because we cannot heal what we try to hide and conceal. Healing only takes place in the revealing. And so if someone's mother was raised in an emotionally toxic environment or experienced some type of emotional trauma and they were never healed from those experiences, those unresolved traumas will fester and they will infect everyone and anything that she is connected to, especially her children. And for each and every one of us, when we grow up, we learn what is called relational patterns from our mothers. And those are patterns that we learn from relationships, whether they're negative or positive. Nonetheless, we still learn them. And if there is any type of dysfunction within that relational pattern, it can create relational wounds that can be damaging to the child in their younger years because it comes from a beloved or a trusted parent, such as their mother. And these wounds can be very painful. They can have a great impact on a woman's life emotionally, spiritually, as well as physically. And the example of children being brought to Jesus to have his hands laid upon them demonstrates his compassion and his heart to bless, nurture, and to draw them close and to heal the child in all of us. And God wants us, he wants you to embrace his unconditional love to draw close to him so that he can bless you and nurture you and draw close to you and heal 
that inner child within you. And as women, in order for us to be healed and to move forward, we have to go backwards. Again, in order for us to move forward, we have to go back. We have to go back to the child, to the little girl in our lives that was hurt, bruised, broken, emotionally neglected, and abandoned. And God wants us to know that we can trust him as a loving father because when father or mother on this earth forsake us, he is the one who draws us close. The absence of a mother's genuine love leaves a wound again that can infect an area that impacts a woman's life greatly to include her spiritual life. And so if a person has mother wounds, oftentimes they may have trouble receiving comfort from the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has the attributes that I mentioned earlier in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And if a, if a little girl never experienced any of those things, it's almost like it's foreign to her in her adult years because the Holy Spirit is the one who keeps us grounded in truth and in righteousness. And if we think about the process of actually carrying a child to birth for nine months women carry that precious gift of life within their womb. Naturally, the baby is connected by the umbilical cord. The child's heartbeat is so close to the mother's very own heartbeat. And when the baby is born into the world, it has that innate desire to remain connected and to draw close to the heartbeat that it heard for nine months. The baby wants to be connected to the person, to the one where it received nourishment. And so although the umbilical cord is cut, the baby has a desire to remain connected to the mother. And I believe that this is by God's divine design. And this is why babies are laid on their mother's breast so that they can be familiar with and hear that familiar heartbeat and feel the warmth of their mother's love and connection. And that provides a space to help the child feel safe, to help the child feel secure, even in infancy. And not having this connection is detrimental to the baby's emotional development. Not only is the physical umbilical cord cut, but the emotional cord from their mother is also cut if a child does not receive nurturing and loving support. And a little while back, I did an interview podcast episode 36 with Dr. Najika Olatunde, and she's the visionary and creative energy behind Focus on Healing Wellness Institute. And we talked about the power of touch We talked about how touch is so healing and we discussed how attachment disorders develop when physical connection from the mother is absent. And if a mother does not connect with or nurture their daughter physically 
or emotionally, it can be devastating. And I just want to share some signs that show that you may have mother wounds. And I want you to think about your life as I'm I'm sharing these. If you have anger management issues, you're always angry and you don't really understand or know why. You have trouble expressing your emotions. You find it difficult or don't understand how to nurture and emotionally support others. You struggle with regulating your mood. One day you're up, one day you're down. Anything can set you off. You have mood disorders such as depression or bipolar, which you've been diagnosed with. You struggle with heavy feelings of guilt. There are patterns of you not being able to maintain friendships, relationships, to include steady employment, all patterns of brokenness. You struggle emotionally and resort to numbing out and checking out. You're critical or sarcastic towards others to include your children and your daughter. You have issues with sleeping. You cannot sleep at night. You have insomnia. And that is because there is so much emotional unrest and turmoil in your soul that you have a restless spirit that is causing you to not be able to sleep. You have the inability to comfort yourself or to receive peace during hard times. No matter what you do, there's no peace that you can find anywhere. And then finally, if you're struggling with an addiction and you're using, whether it is food, sex, pornography, gambling, social media to self-medicate. Because the part of your life that's been damaged is your soul. And your soul is made up of your mind, your will, your emotions, your imagination, and your intellect. This is where all of the trauma takes place for each and every one of us. None of us gets to choose who our mothers are, but they do serve a purpose in our lives. And so maybe there were things that you never talked about or have felt like you've never been able to connect with your mother. But remember this, that a parent parents their children according to how they were parented. So if they grew up with parents who raised them in a dysfunctional manner or they had all kinds of toxic habits, then what your mother experienced as a child are those same relational patterns that she's passing on to you and future generations. But know this, that there is hope and that generational curses, generational trauma, generational toxicity, it can be healed through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible gives an account of a man who is in deep emotional turmoil. He is in so much emotional pain. The Bible says that he cried day and night. He was cutting himself at the tombs. Cutting is a symptom of the inner pain that he was feeling. He was angry and that anger turned into rage and it got to the point where he could not even be around other people, a pattern of broken relationships. He was misunderstood. 
and even the chains that tried to bind him could not hold the pain that he was experiencing in his soul. This man was so emotionally wounded that it opened the door for him to become demonically possessed. And if we don't face our pain, if we don't open up, we can find ourselves under demonic oppression. And so thinking about this man who was in the tombs, the Bible doesn't say what happened to him or how he got there, but we know that he was in deep anguish in his soul because of some trauma that happened to him. And one day Jesus came over unto the other side of the sea in the country of the Gadarenes where this demoniac man was. And Jesus was doing what he was always doing, which was he was going about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And that verse six is the first step to inner healing. When Jesus came over to the other side into the country of the Gadarenes and he saw Jesus, he saw him from afar off, he ran and he worshiped. So the first thing, the first step is to look to Jesus. We must look to Jesus as our healer according to Luke 4, 18. The Amplified Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Messiah, because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce, release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy. That definitely sounds like coming in to heal emotional soul wounds. Sometimes this is one of the main reasons why people develop addictions because they're looking to other people or other things to medicate their problem. They're looking for a remedy outside of an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ, but know this, those things will never satisfy. They may give a temporary high or a temporary experience, but they will always leave you longing and empty with that space that only Jesus can fill. The second step is that he made the first step toward healing. So the first thing he did is he saw Jesus afar off. He looked to Jesus and then he ran. He made the first step to healing. If you have been emotionally wounded by your mother, don't downplay, ignore, or bury what happened to you. Make the first step to get the help that you need by acknowledging your feelings. Acknowledge every bit of it. The emotional hurt, the pain, the neglect, the abandonment, the abuse, that you experienced as a little girl. And you know, this may mean that your mother may never acknowledge the wrong things that she did to you. Everyone has their own personal journey of healing that they need to take in their own time 
and in their own season. The third step is that he humbled himself before God. The Bible says that when he encountered Jesus, he worshiped him. He humbled himself by worshiping. Worship is an act of full surrender where we are laying down all of the hurt, all of the pain, the emotional wounds at the very feet of Jesus. The unforgiveness, the bitterness, the insecurities, the pride, the shame, the resentment, the arrogance, the anger, perfectionism because you've always felt like you were never good enough or that you could never do enough to please or satisfy your mother. Get into the posture of worship where it's just you and Jesus and tell him everything so that you can be healed of the painful memories and so that you can move towards forgiving your mother not forgetting or negating the things that were done, but forgiving so that you can move forward and experience healing in your life. In Mark, the fifth chapter, Satan tried to keep this man bound and did not want to leave him because the Bible said he had an unclean spirit. And not only that, in fact, he was full of demons because Jesus had to ask him what his name was, not addressing the man, but the demonic entity that was controlling him. And he said, my name is Legion, for we are many. So he was bound by many demonic spirits, and they didn't want to leave his body. But it was through a supernatural encounter with Jesus that he was set free. And you can be too. Because as followers of Christ, we are children of God. God cherishes, loves, and adores his children. And he wants to meet your every need so that you can feel securely attached and have that security that you've been longing for. The fourth step is that after Jesus healed the demoniac, he did not want to leave his side. The Bible says he was clothed and in his right mind. He wanted to stay close to Jesus. He wanted to travel with him. He wanted to go with him. But he told him, no, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go home to your friends. Tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and has had compassion on you. Wow. A man who was cutting himself, suicidal, isolated from community, wasn't around people, crying day and night in the tombs, and now he gets to go back into his community and talk to his friends He gets to go back home and share the good news to share the things that Jesus did for him and to show the love that he displayed 
in his life. And so Jesus wants the same thing for your life. That he wants you to be clothed and in your right mind. And just like this man who didn't want to leave Jesus and stay close to his side, he wants you to stay and draw close to him. Because when the inner work or the inner healing takes place, you'll be able to go back into your community. You'll be able to touch and reach your friends, your other sisters, and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and the compassion that he's had upon your life. And the fifth and the final step, just as this man went back and he talked to his friends and he talked to others to share what they had done, what Jesus had done for him, that you need to talk to someone that we definitely certainly look for the spiritual application for the inner healing and the working of the Holy Spirit. But there also needs to be some inner work done on the soul through therapy, through inner healing work. And my assignment as a total health coach is to help women to become emotionally whole in their soul. Many times women come to me because they want to lose weight, but we've got to work through those layers of emotional healing first before we can address the food aspect of it because the food addiction comes from unresolved trauma that can very well be tied and connected to a mother wound. You can reach out to me at rakesiamcmillan.com for a free consultation for emotional coaching. Know that I'm here to support you on your journey to inner healing, to inner wholeness. Because as you move forward, Jesus can help to heal those painful memories, the emotional wounds that you may have experienced from your mother. And you will come to find that he wants to be the love of your life. Know that there is no chain, that there is no bondage that can keep you emotionally bound. But it starts with the first step. And I want to encourage you to take that step to move into your set place of inner healing today. Life does not come without pain. None of us gets to choose who our mothers are. If your experience with your mother was not a healthy one, know that what the enemy meant for evil, God can turn it around for good. Your mother's past does not have to be your future. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. My prayer for you and your mother is Jeremiah 30, 17. 
for I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord, because they have called you an outcast. It is Zion for whom no one cares. May the Lord Jesus pour out the balm of Gilead upon your wounds and heal you. I ask that you heal, Father, the deepest hurt within my sister's soul. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I pray that it blessed and challenged you to move towards living the abundant life that God has for you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone who's been praying to improve their health spiritually, physically, or emotionally? I would love it if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know that you're liking the show. Also, it rocks my world to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to my free community, rakesiamcmillancommunity.com, to grab your free gifts. I have everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Also head over to rakesiamcmillan.com to explore my health products and sign up for free complimentary health coaching. My prayer for you will always be 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.